0: My name is Aram. Welcome to God's Fall. God's Fall is a custom Dungeon and Dragons campaign in an original world that is written, played, recorded, and produced in Washington, D.C.
1: Hi, I'm Steven. I'm playing Torvik Wild Tongue, the level four Dwarf Paladin. Hi, I'm Doug. I'm playing Doro Knot, the level four Halfling Rogue. Hi, I'm Michael. I'm playing Zion Preeton, a level four human sorcerer.
2: Hi, my name's Kelly, and I play Rina Falaval, a level four Wild Elf Ranger. Last time on God's Fall.
0: players found themselves pulled into an alternate reality where they faced an inhuman army bearing down upon them and their small keep. Devising a plan to pull the army towards the center with the main group while Torvik and Doro sabotage their siege weapons was going very well until the God of Luck displayed the downside of her divinity. Now you are all well, right? Yeah,
1: like a 21.
0: So you go to fire at this orc and you let go of your bow, and a second later your eyes widen as a sparrow crosses the path of your arrow. So you strike Torvik in the side in the wing, He goes spiraling down and slams into the dirt right about here, and is immediately gone, because there's just a sea of orcs and ogres and whatever. He's just gone. The young gods of force, fire, luck, and speed fought nearly as one, while Brannock slaughtered any who broke their line. Ah! They were a devastating force, but not unstoppable. (laughs) is gonna try something, so he's gonna concentrate. And he fails. Pera was trying to split the fire evenly between the two and faltered, and that comes down. Mm. There is no fire to protect you this round. Catching Para as he fell unconscious, Zion encased both of them in a protective bubble of force just before orcs broke their line and attacked. All right, so you see Zion kind of kneel down, and then you see like a weird shimmer in the air around him as some sort of bubble has appeared around him and Para. I'm going to put you in the same space for right now. So you guys are seeing like boom, boom, like this weird shimmers in mid-air as they're bouncing off the this shield and like, oh, oh. Nine, nine. <sighs> zion's eyes roll back in his head and he falls on top of para doro having finished sabotaging the catapults assigned to him turned to see his friends falling and torvik surrounded and quickly teleported to the dwarf side A 15 okay so you appear exactly where you want to appear and there is just this giant, what well, looks like a plank, but it's a giant spear, and it's ending jammed through Torvik, and he is just like pale and gray, and he reaches out and he hears Doro, and then he just vanishes. Meanwhile. In Ani. It is a warm summer day in the grand city of Ani as they are in the middle of preparations for the rising, a celebration in remembrance of when Zavon first created the great aqueduct walls of Ani by pulling mountain sized boulders of a bright white stone from the depths of the waters surrounding the island kingdom. Thousands of men and women are busy slathering the columns that adorn the Colosseum as well as every government building along the canal with a bright limestone wash. You notice that the columns once damaged by Duro's escape from the Golden Golem have long since been repaired. A group of old dwarves, refugees from Gaul that disapproved of the First Great War and their fellow clan members' dreams of conquest, are busy directing crews to line the canal with thick copper wires supporting hundreds of long glass cones mimicking icicles that shimmer in the noonday sun. North of the city, a council has been called. Queen Friani sits on her throne while dozens of high royal consorts on all matter of the five kingdoms present themselves one by one, announcing their name, their status, and a pledge of loyalty to their queen. As the last is introduced, a cry of Friani starts up among them, quickly growing into a deafening roar. Many have taken to a staggered pronunciation of the queen's name with emphasis on the Ani, connecting her directly with their city. Even to Freyany, the effect is unnerving. To Freyany's left is the Minister of Information, Freneme Adelon and to her right is the keeper of the throne. Chamberlain Grendel, is that correct? Uh, no, I said Gringle. Gringle, sorry. Yeah, Chamberlain Gringle. From from Beowulf. Beowulf. I thought that, yeah, I, I must have just jumped into my head. The assembled advisors, generals, and minister have the following information to share. The first people up are your war ministers, and they report on the blockade. The Qadarian fleet has grown to nearly 50 vessels, nine of which have been identified as Ironwood. Their flagship, the Blackwater, is not among those numbers. They remain in a well-spaced, slow patrol in a wide circle around the capital in an odd mimicry of the churning world storm miles beyond. The ships seem wary of approaching any closer. The Qadarian navy clearly remembers what the God King could do with the Tear of Cedo. About a mile past the mouth of Ani's Grand Canal sits Six of the nine Ironwood ships, surrounding a high-walled barge that has been roped in between pairs of the mighty vessels, securing it in place. The platform bears a massive contraption that resembles a huge metal blow tube mounted atop a rotating platform. Dozens of pipes and vents snake around the barrel, forming a canopy of heavily tarnished bronze. Anian scout ships report that a powerful stench of sulfur hangs in the air whenever they were downwind. LaFleur, there has been a sighting of Baron LaFleur in River Run, in the company of a man in a black mask and an elf from the Ironwood that, when described, sounds an awful lot like Cebu, if you remember him from the Ironwood. I do. He wouldn't carry my bag. He would not carry your bags. No, no. That, <laughs> that was Automil. Cebu was the was jerk that asshole. was pissed at autumn meal. That you? Yeah, he also wouldn't carry He also wouldn't <laughs> carry your bag. Elves aren't big on that. Yeah. You know? uh, let me see. Uh, especially the wild elves. Uh, the preparations, okay. The preparations that you have requested to um, go into preparation are under are are underway. Uh, rations from the royal fields and orchids have been set aside for the port towns just outside on these walls. With trade at a standstill, these communities are particularly vulnerable. Fortunately, because you guys grow enough food, and because the food is so plentiful and, re- and the orchards you know, produce all year and refresh quickly because of all the magical water. I mean, you guys feel pretty comfortable that you're not going to be starved out. Although, you know, there'll be no balls for a while. <laughs> yeah, why
1: are we wasting resources on painting things limestone? Morale, I guess?
0: Well, this is a big celebration. Yeah, it's a big celebration. You have the limestone any, any way. You're trying to kind of carry on it. you know, life goes on, life continues. If you were to cancel the celebration, it would be bad for morale.
3: No. they have you've coming, always liked this one
0: i mean this is a nice celebration <laughs> this has always been one of the more you know a st- basically you have one duty you go down to the last piece of granite that zavon ever touched and you do uh you basically just do a little ceremony there are some praise by the Zavanites. so there were some angry zavonites you know but everything's calmed down everything is resolved so you're, you're gonna go they'll say a few words and then you come back that's it uh, the military and city guard have seized all remaining barrels of the, of the corrosive and highly explosive dwarven acid, netting a total of 17 barrels. So far, your alchemists have been unable to recreate it. Hundreds of barrels of lamp and whale oil have been commissioned uh, from local Indian shops and civilian services. So they're not lighting all the lamps. You know, know, the walls provide plenty of light, so it's never dark, really, in Ani. But you're not lighting all the lamps. You're saving oil. You're stockpiling all of this material, as per requested. And that is all of the public things. Uh, After those presentations have happened, you kind of see Frenime give you just the slightest, most imperceptible motion towards the Queen's garden. And that's her typical way of telling her that, that either he, she, or both of them, in this case both of them, have information for you that should be done very quietly. As you've read all these people, they've all presented one by one, and you've seen all of them, they're all uh, in a variety of loyal. Uh, Some of them seem very loyal. And and people have been becoming more loyal to you, And you're starting to suspect that it's, you know, probably because of your abilities, because of the more contact they have with you, the more loyal they seem to be. But also when you've been doing your outings and your public presentations, the people seem to be loving you more and more. So you're reaching them. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, did you want to go to the garden? Or do you have anything else to say here first? Um, Atop your throne, beneath the great well.
1: Right. Um, before that, can you just explain? It? So you said yeah. that I have harnessed the power of the,
0: what's it? Yeah, you figured it out, mostly you think. I mean, there's this tier of Sito right. that sits within this great glass well that feeds all the water to this giant magical aqueduct that basically makes a knee work. And you knew that, the, you read through a lot of the Old God King's notes that he took upon this artifact, basically, this, this powerful thing that was given to him by the Old God of the Sea. And you've realized that you can, the water that flows out and over on these walls and then into the King Sea around you mingles with the King Sea and the power of this thing is so vast that you can reach out when you connect to it through the bridge the same way you were doing with Doro and with everyone else, and you can reach out into the sea and churn those waters. Now only for about, right now at least, half a mile around the island and you're only able to do small waves maybe enough to push ships back to keep them from approaching any closer but not quite the destructive powers of vaughn have where he could basically sink whole entire armadas with a wave of his hand but you're working on it obviously yes absolutely
3: everything takes practice
0: that's right exactly (laughs) So you've so you've really spent time, I mean, working on your abilities and just sitting there on your throne beneath the tier, you know, just linking with it, you know, as best you can with the bridge and strengthening that connection whenever you're able. Whenever your time is not pressed. That's all. And they all just get up and quite you know, quickly leave. Um, quickly and efficiently.
1: Always efficiently. <laughs> yes. Gesture towards the garden.
0: Of course. Well, there's a, there's a staircase in the back well,
1: that winds up around. Yes,
0: absolutely. So you wind up around and up to a garden above the well, at the very top of the wall. High above the throne room and the well sits a wide half-circle of luscious, pale green feather grass wrung by a thicket of lemon trees pressed right up against the mountain that Savon carved into in order to lay the foundation for his great palace. Just to the north sits the top of the well, a slight bubble of water that rises above the rest as the tear of Situ eternally refreshes Ani's great aqueducts. In the center of the well is the royal fountain of Ani, a tiered structure of ten-foot-wide glass petals on rows that spin counterclockwise and delicately pass water back and forth. So you guys are kind of in the garden. It's uh, a couple of hours past noon. It's bright but cool up here, and the the movement of the water and the movement of the fountain and the wind, I mean, it it all creates for an environment environment where if you talk close to each other, it's impossible for anyone to overhear you.
2: What news? I looked at Frenime to see if she was wanting to go first or wanting me to go first.
0: She thanks you very much and she'd be happy to go first. Well, The spy network that you requested has gone well. I have personally connected and recruited a dozen men and women that I trust fully in every kingdom of the land, so we shall keep our ears open. Um, The Snow Spire? Eh, The Elven Tower of Snow Egglass has grown a bit more insular since the death of one of their princes. As useless as he may have appeared, he was favored by his mother. Uh, however, they have agreed to send his brother, Randallst Odovar, as an envoy on their behalf and seem unworried about the blockade. They say he'll arrive tomorrow morning. Outreach to the Ironwood. Uh, our contacts in Riverrun have reported that liaisons and the Wild Elves have been recalled and no one's returning our messages. Um, we're going to continue to attempt to reach them, but as of now, there's silence. And that's all I have to report, ma'am.
3: <laughs> of course. At your service, my most
0: gracious
2: majesty, says a wizened, bespeckled and or bespectacled and diminutive gnome. Gringle's balding head sports a powdered wig. He often wears thick, white makeup slathered on his leathery face, lips reddened by lipstick in a line from the base of his philtrum to his lower lip he is given to wearing a beauty mark on his left cheek which he insists positively drives the ladies wild at 257 he is an older he is in his older ages gnomes on average living somewhere between 250 and 300 years though his mind is as acute as ever Gringle has been Fryony's uh, government, law, dwarven language, and politics tutor from the time she was a small girl, and so is fiercely loyal to Hemis Gracious Majesty.
0: I'm picturing like the French court, right? That's yes. kind of look you're going for. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. basically, like if
1: John Malkovich's character <laughs> in Dangerous Liaisons. Except, except <laughs> it was a little no. A no. <laughs>
2: He considers his apt pupil to be his greatest accomplishment, and so is very proud of her, yet is appropriately deferential. The gnome is taken to wearing elegant fashions from only the most modish designers of Ani. He can be sly and conniving, but has no greater ambition than his current role as her majesty's uh, keeper. As head of household, he is charged with the managing of Queen Regent with Kledevo, Cladivo's day-to-day affairs, which he does assiduously.
3: As to your uh, call for mandatory service, as per your orders, Ani has instituted a policy of mandatory military service for all evil-bodied men and women. The youthful and strong are selected for combat and defensive training, while those too old, young, or too delicate, are assigned to support crews. As to the Ryzon election development, I regret to inform Her Majesty that the next major elections in Ryzon don't happen for a year and a half now, unless someone were to meet with an unfortunate accident. As to the Golden Golem situation, Majesty, uh, ships have moved in synchronized sweeps up and down the Grand Canal and have reported positively no resistance. Your city's advisor's best guess is that the creature eventually found a way to the mouth of the canal and into the depths of the King Sea. Who knows what will happen then? Uh, and and uh, one more thing, Majesty. I have a little something for you.
2: Uh, Gringle holds up a, um, uh, a small velvet pouch in deep amber, lined with finely sewn cobalt silk, that appears dotted with small white stars to mimic the night sky. As you watch, the stars seem to slowly move across on the inside. This is a pouch of deception,
3: made by elven thread mages before the gods' war. It has one large flap that covers the main pouch and two smaller ones across the front. You only need to place the item, uh, an item within it, and it will remember your hand, and your hand alone, allowing only you to retrieve. For all others, there will be simply nothing inside. Was there anything further, majesty?
0: No, and this is truly a gift fit for a queen, Gringle. And I'm gonna. Not- just push a little bit of approval towards him. So he... Very easy um, with him. Yeah. yeah it's, just, it's incredibly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's very pleased with himself already. Well, as he should be. Uh, that is the most useful thing anyone has brought me today. Yeah. yeah. Um, I figured he'd be happy with that one. Uh, <laughs> he said mm, there was an the, envoy
1: coming from Ryland, correct?
0: Yeah, the, uh, the envoy is coming from Ryland, correct. Yes, Right, and indeed. if the
1: Rylanders are... Unconcerned about the blockade.
0: Ah, oh, find out why they're like unconcerned about why. the blockade. I shall find out. Ma'am.
3: And very strange, too, in geopolitical terms, Majesty. After all, the Rylanders would want nothing to do with Kadar. They've made this perfectly clear. An alliance of that sort would be, well, rather troubling.
0: That level of bigotry is rare amongst our kind, of course, but it does exist. A dwarves, certainly it's common enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: sorry.
0: <laughs> Well um, they are. There's like racist dick dwarves everywhere. I, well I know, but
1: I love like we're not that bigoted, but these dwarves yeah. we're gonna stereotype. <laughs> yes, 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 uh, by exactly. talking about how bigoted <laughs> yes. they are as a, a yes. matter of stereotyping. <laughs> yes.
0: Um oh and any news of the idiots? Yes, okay, so this is what they this is what they know. They're pretty sure that ship that you know teleported, teleported was them the I, Black... mean, I,
1: I am I am willing to go beyond pretty sure yeah. to just
0: that was them.
1: Declare itself so. yeah <laughs> or
0: at the very least Dora was involved. So that ship was pursued by the by the Blackwater and two other ships south. And there's not a lot of information about that. There's definitely some uh, some people at Faelite, which is along the we should have shared the path along south actually. but the last time they were seen, was when they passed it right when they when, they, when they, they they passed right around here, which would be where Phalite is. So right into the, the Tranquil Pass. Okay. Gee, and I they wonder were being where pursued. Could, I wonder where they could be going. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and who or what is Jordan? The spear of Jordan is basically the last outpost of your kingdom. Right, but what's Jordan? Is that a, person? Uh, Jordan, is it a place? No, Jordan was an old great city that was destroyed in the uh, Gods War. Okay. Uh, that was apparently north of Correct. Wherever. Bessa. Correct. Bessa. Yes. Basically, Jordan and Bessa served on this continent that had existed, which is now just a blasted thing, as the great northern and southern cities of this land. As you're looking at this.
1: Bag. Fabulous
0: bag. I mean, really. I do love a bag. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, an aide, a young aide, comes bursting up the, up, up the stairs. She's completely out of breath because she ran a long way. She drops to one knee. She's panting. She's so, like, Man, I'm so sorry for the interruption, but it's important. Brannock is missing. Missing? His cell is empty. It is locked. The guards have never left. He's just gone. kind of clumps to the ground
1: no Tarvak
0: he's gone but now
1: that dies
0: Good. Well, well baron Lafleur, too. No. nice to meet you <laughs> well that one has begun lumbering back towards these guys. i don't
1: care if it's building a house
2: <laughs> uh my turn a real constitution to wake up uh does the 13 work
0: yeah that'll work actually you're awake uh,
2: all right um
0: just as you see an ogre over you uh i try to Force him back. Okay, sure. do you want to push him away or hit him? I want to hit him. Gotcha. Roll to hit. Just <laughs> 17
2: hit
0: him. 17 does hit him. 13. Mm-hmm. And he's been hurt before, so that was enough. You just kind of like, you hit him as hard as you can. It forces his neck violently around and you hear it snap and it just kind of thunk, falls to the ground. Para
2: to roll constitution. Para's up. Yeah. Pairs
0: up and like, and like instantly just throws out a fire because he's panicked. <laughs>
2: I mean, he did it the right way. It's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right, beasties. All right, uh, that one's, one's like. going to swing at Brannock. Misses pathetically. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, wow.
2: Oh, <laughs> we knew you were so little. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's
1: been good, knowing you? Have. This ogre is now the goddess, godling of luck.
0: Lucky. Seven plus twenty-one points of damage as he brings it down directly on the back of your neck. Way over half. Mm. Roll me a Constitution okay. save.
1: All right,
0: here we go. Crack, and she just crumbles under this strike. And you just see Otamile's face rage as she just crumples to the ground. Mm. I mean, she looked—it looked like it could have killed her. Yeah. Okay, Otamile has one target right now. Just turns, you've crumpled it in front of me, he's face down with this guy and he's just going to do three shots at full strength. So he's going to take the negative five to hit with all of them. That's going to hit. That's going to hit. Minus one from what you Yeah, out. he's going to miss the second one, but he hits with the first two. So when did I eight plus 13, 20, so <laughs> he just going kind to of, see his arm tremble twice, thump, thump. Two of them go so deep into his chest that you can see points in the flesh. There's a on the heart back, beating at right? the back. <laughs> yep. And he, got, <laughs> and he crumples to the ground and is dead. Damn. Gone. Okay. Uh, Brannick And Brannick's gonna swing at this one, provided he doesn't swing pathetically. It's like still attached. And <laughs> yeah. yeah that's Yeah. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> <laughs> he kills that <laughs> one dead uh
2: torvik's out now oh actually we're Rena. sorry rena yeah. you get to roll constitution
1: oh okay cool 13
0: mm-hmm. you're up but you are dazed and right you're hurting badly you've never ever been hit like that before but you're up <laughs> okay coughing a bit you know yeah, maybe kind a of little shuffling around a little, a little bit little, maybe a little bit of blood on the edge of right. your lips but yeah yeah all right torvik's out so doro and you can see doro from your position The next wave looks even worse. The rest of the ogres have rallied. There's another cyclops coming in from the south. These three have reorganized and are coming in. You don't see how they're gonna make it through the next round, frankly. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) What are you thinking about?
2: (laughs) I don't understand. He's he's so shocked by the Torvik thing. He's like, ah.
1: When when people near me get hurt. Yeah, no, I get it. Fucking capitalized on like Batman.
0: I get it. Uh, but if you let everyone else die, <laughs>
1: I, don't, I don't want that Cyclops to think that he can just Ooh, just gonna kill Boris' friends because it's easy. Tag
2: him. <laughs> we'll get him
1: from atop <laughs> the barrier. I want to dash climb up this fucking Cyclops uh-huh. so I can get close enough to his face so he sees this little what the hell, and I want to say to him he probably won't understand me because he doesn't speak common uh but I'm going to say sure I do. you know oh we, hmm? oh, okay very well, smart cycle I'm, I'm coming back for you all right like in a different tone than what more, most people hear Doro say mm-hmm. and then I just I go to return like, to the group I'm coming back for you I'm coming
0: yeah that yeah. that voice I yeah. use for LeFleur yeah that's what he hears yeah I'm got coming you back for you all right so he's kind of startled and then you just vanish off his shoulder and where do you want to appear uh with them roll well that's easy because it's open so yeah
1: you, where you where are where am i over there You're oh chilling yeah i was taking a nap i'm back <laughs> I, yeah i reappear in the middle of the group and i say time to go <laughs> but we have to wait for torvik
0: um and it's my turn no we don't
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh we'll be waiting a long time zion <laughs> yikes <laughs> None
1: of these things Dora would say.
0: <laughs> well, I
1: do say
2: that, and uh, but I do start clasping other people's hands. Uh, all right, Para? I get... I'm
0: just going to try something. Oh, Para tries to extend the fire all the way around. and He's able to, but it's a much lower than he thought it was going to be. It's only like a foot off the ground. Mm-hmm. So not exactly intimidating. Okay, beasties. Okay.
1: I can't wait until we go to a town, and we don't have anything to do, and it's like... Hey, I need to like go to the tavern and hang out, and I'm I'm gonna rest for a while, and, you know. I'm gonna fix my armor, and then that goes on for a day. The end. They all Not like, like time to save the world again. Time to save the world again. Time to save the world again. again. <laughs> time to save
0: the world again. Time to save the world again. They're, they're, they're all super. They all, <laughs> they, all, they all basically. I mean, they all slow down a little bit before they go through the fire. Some of them leap, some of them jump, some of them are tentative, so it slows them a bit. But they're all inside, and next round, every single one of those will attack. Okay.
2: But Duro goes first.
0: <laughs> yeah, unfortunate for them, none of them will actually attack.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I scream out to everybody grab hands. And... Hands,
0: hands, 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 hands. <laughs> right. yeah, 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 yeah. right. uh, Everyone's very, very eager to grab hands. Even Brannock kind of like steps back. He's got a sword out, but he's got like, you know, oh, reaching sorry. behind it's him with the hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I forgot his turn. Uh,
1: is like I. Have...
0: We should go, my friend. And He reaches back as well and
1: grabs. All right, Dora. I wish I was like in the center and everyone was holding me up. <laughs> okay, you know what? You like no. You, no. no. no what happened? Why yeah. did that happen? Because Plus, you. Because if any of them have ranged weapons. Right, yeah. Oh! <laughs> shuck, 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 shuck,
0: shuck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you're not leaving now. No, um,
0: they're all, 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 all going to reach back and grab kind of you, and you're, like, making sure you're in contact with everyone. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> grab my head. Yeah. With the haircut, with the yeah. gone head. He's got,
0: like, a foot up here. He's like, you know, I got y'all.
1: Uh, would it be easier for me to put
0: us at the entrance or in it? You could easily see the top of that. So yeah. the top of that in or, it. yeah. All right, we all get to roll, though. Mm-hmm, to help, to help bolster them if okay. you got powers. But am I rolling? Yes, please yep. do. I rolled a natural 20, so that's helpful. So what is it? Automil rolled an 18. 14. Okay. And i so, a 10. 10. So you feel a good burst of energy come from Automil and from Para, so that was helpful. Zion. And from Zion as well, yeah. yeah. So you feel burst of energy from them. What did you roll? 10. That's enough. So you all vanish from where you are just as like... Light- you know, swords and seal slamming and teeth like a right? <laughs> And you reappear at the top of the castle. And Sirena is like, Are you well, Torvik? I turn to them and say, Stay here! And... Wait, my friend. And she points to the board. There's a little box off to the side, like, you know, where there, there's like a trough carved into the table, but there's also a box with a glass top on it. And she points into it, and there's a little figurine of Torvik in that box.
1: I don't know what happened. He disappeared!
0: He appeared here, my friend. Well, can we put him back on the board? You can't, I mean you can't. It's in you know, the smash you know, she you know she actually takes the hit the hilt of her sword and <laughs> crap and she just launch backwards. Yeah, you can't get to that piece. Alright, well I reach out
2: with my divinity and try to crash the box.
0: I mean there's I mean it's like you can't even grab it. Wherever you try and like meet that bridge, there's like it instantly Rebuffs you. It feels like the sh- the force field that hurled you all out at the top of the union. Oh, oh, I'm mm-hmm.
1: in the staircases, walls. Same
0: stuff. thing, exactly.
1: I'm going to go back and find that cyclops.
0: Roll uh, we'll be a perception. <laughs> One. Okay, you see the first cyclops. That's He's the that's biggest. How- Angriest Cyclops you've ever seen with a, with, with spiked shoulders yep. and a huge gash over like one you know milky eye and just bangs jutting out of his mouth. Gash
1: over one minute. He's only got Oh one wait, right. a so he's a cyclops. A gash
0: over one Coulda ear. A gash over one ear.
1: Coup de gras!
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> a gash over one ear where like the whole top of it's missing was vicious looking, bigger than the rest, too. Okay,
1: yeah. all right. Well, so it's him. So all I'm right. going back down there to end that one.
0: All right, so you see him like, I'll be back. He vanishes, and you see him like over there. All right, so. I'm just like
1: sitting on the ground. Right. <laughs>
0: I'm just right.
2: not, I'm feeling the day.
0: Yeah. Para <laughs> is healing, whoever right. needs healing. He's, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. This not, is pretty new for Knock me, out. too. This so is. I'm
1: like, whoa. Oh. Uh, you know what? Hey, I'm, sorry, tired. Guys. I'm tired of fucking carrying around. You know what? There's never gonna be a situation where I'm like, I'm to use it, because it's never gonna present itself. So I'm just gonna fucking use it right now. I'm gonna throw it right at the fucking thing. And then just teleport away.
0: Alright. <laughs> so you appear, you're like, hey, he kinda turns. And you know you what I'm curl doing, don't you? Hurl this yellow gem with this yep. black core at it. It uh rolled decks. Ah. fucking one. <laughs> okay. So you hurl it like this right and it kind of rolls up your fingers like you just kind of let go a little bit too soon and you see it fly straight up into the air
1: well now i think immediately
0: yeah okay <laughs> okay so you and it goes tink 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 and then you guys see a burst of energy as a stone go- i'm sorry as a uh, earth elemental erupts out of the ground and just, oh! Punches, the first thing that comes to it is that Cyclops lays it out in one hit as its surprised eye opens and just starts attacking everything else around. Smash!
1: Here, back, Mm -hmm. with the
0: rest, I say.
1: That should
0: hold them. Yep. Yeah, you, you see like 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 a lot of like orcs flying off and blood and that goes on for a good half an hour before it finally quiets down.
2: Oblivion gem. Yeah. But <laughs> well, not so much of an oblivion. No. I know, but, I, I made it up, Doro. Yeah. No. Actually
0: now that you're thinking about it, you're like, oh I guess that does look kinda like those gems they would use to summon Earth Elementals. <laughs> uh otherwise than that, it's grown quiet. And there's about 20 minutes until dawn? What do you do? That didn't take very long. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was only an hour. That didn't know. take more than 40 minutes. Right, right, you know? right. it just felt long. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes. um, all right, well, first things first, I'm gonna survey their, their numbers and see how, like what kind of
0: damage we've done. I mean, there's, I mean you guys took out, combined, and you would say 50 mm-hmm. of them. So, I mean, they had 1,000, they have now have 950.
1: <laughs> right, and six less catapults, right? Right.
0: Well, actually, I would say you took out a hundred.
1: Well, technically, they only really have two less catapults. No?
0: No, you got, no you, you got five, got all so of three. them.
1: No, three catapults, they're definitely not going to do anything less. Oh, that's right. They're, they're just fine. Use, that's right. And it's gonna kill a bunch more. Yep, of them.
0: that's true. So, right. so three of them are ruined, and three and three of them apparently they're are trash. perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. That could have gone much, much, much worse, frankly. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was a little skeptical of this plan anyway, <laughs>
2: because like,
0: uh, it was a tough plan. Right. It was a tough. I mean, you got I mean. There was always a chance, There was always an option of a frontal assault. It, mm-hmm. was, it was risky and ballsy. You guys, anyone could have died at any second there. You almost did. This does <laughs> also underline what Sirena pointed out with the Blackwater. Yes, you're powerful. Yes, you can take, y- yes, you hurt them much worse than they hurt you, but you will be taken down eventually. Just, mm-hmm. the, just the numbers are gonna right. be against you eventually. Right. So you can't take out whole armies yet. We'll take some eventually. Yeah. No. oh yeah, no, no. I mean, the, at the rate you guys have been growing in power, I think all of you would have an idea like, you know, maybe in a year this fight would've got a lot differently. <laughs> you know, right. yeah.
2: But I'm, I'm pretty excited about you know crushing Cyclops' eyes.
0: That was pretty actually. That was amazing. pretty cool. That <laughs> yeah. was a big thing. Let's get fan out of that. <laughs> <not right. laughs> so, yeah, I think I think the, I think the fans will like that moment. Yeah, yeah. Real fast, I'm just going to point and just say your mic. Mike one. Mike two. Mike three. Mike four. And I'm Mike five. And we are gonna start with giving XP. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. All right, so the first bit of XP. Now, obviously, uh, Kelly, you're not gonna get all of this, but, the, but well, no, actually, let's start with you. Okay. Uh, we're gonna start with you because we're gonna do your, your little side quest, awesome. basically. And uh, you get, uh, take 150 XP for taking down the Yeti. Uh, I want you to take an additional 150 XP for tracking Sebu and his gang, finding out the connections between everything there. So go ahead and take 300 right off the bat. Now we're going to go back to the, the, the beginning with everyone else at the entrance to the Union. First of all, Doug, take 200 experience points for getting everyone... I'm sorry, take 150 XP for getting everyone to the Union. Michael, take 150 XP for defending uh, the watch glass before everyone got to the Union, and everyone take 50 XP who was there for helping Michael. Uh, Once we get to the Union, I want, take 50 XP for turning into an eagle, which was great, and saving uh, Para. Doug, you take 50 for saving everyone else, and you take 50 for figuring out that you could make people fly. You all did very well in that scene. Uh, When you got to the bottom, and you were trying to get through ground floor one, the chamber of elements, that was a, pretty much as joint effort as I've seen out of you guys. So everyone take 150 XP for that. First floor, Chamber of Life and Death. That one was a tricky one. I think... Uh I, I, don't, I don't think you guys fully realized what was happening, but you got through it. So everyone take 100 XP. Michael take an extra 50 for basically dying twice. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, second floor, the Chamber of Flora and Fauna. Again, you guys worked really well as a team here. Uh, I would say even though Doro popped up and got a different site, they still teamwork the same when you charge the unicorn. You all pretty much worked as a really good team there. So I, I, I would say with the damage dealt, and all of, and everything you figured out, everyone take 300 XP for that one because there was the Glass Spider you guys fought as well as the Corrupted Unicorn. Then to the Chamber of the Sea, uh, that was where you had to get across those two narrow glass bridges, avoid the beastie in the water and not fall into the whirlpool. I would say that again, you all did really good teamwork on that one, so take another 200 XP. You got to the beginning where you guys did your planning, at least, for tackling this thing. I think that was good planning. I think you guys got to some good ideas right off the bat. So, everyone take 100 XP, and then we'll get the XP for actually killing the beasties when you guys rest again. Thank you for joining us for another episode of God's Fall. There are notes and maps for this episode online at GodsFall.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at GodsFallDC. The majority of music and sound effects you heard in this episode are provided by our good friends, BattleBards. Battlebards Bards recently launched their website with a massive catalog of music, sound effects, background ambient tracks, and full NPC scripts. These here are the finest weapons ever wrought by mortal hands. Each piece is a testament to the murderous
1: innovation of every race that has ever practiced the art of war
0: everything you need to make your tabletop RPG sound every bit as good as God's Fall. Be sure to check them out at BattleBards.com As we near the midpoint of Season 2, we are asking all of you to send us any questions you may have for our next mailbag episode. If you are super cool, you can record your question and email it to GodsFallDC at gmail.com. Our mailbag episodes are some of the most fun to produce so I'm really looking forward to your questions about the season thus far. And now for an update on the world book. We have found three amazing artists for NPC portraits, images of the main players displaying their full divinities, and this unbelievable land and cityscape designer to truly bring the continents of the five kingdoms to life. Additionally, I have about half of the book written and I'm looking to wrap up the rest in the next two months. So with that in mind, I am planning to launch our Kickstarter very soon. For updates on that and more of our future projects, follow us on Twitter at godsfalldc. Thank you for joining us for episode 36 of God's Fall. We'll see you next time for episode 37 as the players finally reach the top of the union and learn of the tower's true purpose.